That's a fair price. Yeah, yeah hell, you only good one. <laughs> you guys give up? Or are you thirsty for more? Well, I, I don't know what to say, except it's Christmas and we're all in misery. Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory, you filthy animals, and a happy new year. Chevy, how did you, how did you end up in this, in this uh, film, in the original film? Harold Ramis. Who was a dear friend and, a, and had already, I believe, directed me in Caddyshack. So this was his second movie. Um, uh, he, he was a director and very funny guy. And I remember shooting this one. <coughs> we, the, the first shot we sh shot was pulling out of the garage and all the bags all over the place. And then I had some lines. I said to Harold, how do you want me to play this? And Harold said, broad. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did I go broad for And Beverly, how about you? How did you end up in the film? Um, I went in on a meeting. You were judging me, I guess. It was a, I guess you would call it an audition. I was married to Lorenzo at the time, and I read it, and I said, wait a minute, I'm, I'm 29 years old. I'm supposed to be the parents of a 15- and 16-year-old, and we kill the mother, and he wants to cheat on me, and there's a dead dog, and, but my husband read the script, and he said, Beverly, look, he's very funny, look at this cousin, Eddie, he said, and Clark, he's hilarious, we do it, so I did. It was very much a family that started then, but, you know, the thing about Christmas Vacation is that it's taken kind of precedence, it's like a, a high point in that whole franchise. So, Juliet and Johnny, did you guys, were you, I mean, you were the third set of Griswold children. Were you aware of that when you? We were totally aware of that. In my household, it was amazing because Vacation, the original, was legendary. Yeah. All of this meant so much to me because it was, as a little young teen actor, this was a big studio movie. We worshipped Chevy in my home. Um, Fletch, uh, another franchise, Fletch Liz. Yeah. I mean, foul and then, play. And then Beverly D'Angelo had worked with my dad, so I was really moved by Jeffrey. that fact. And then um, Johnny, we played natural siblings. This guy over here, Mr. Gillespie. Johnny was a fully formed m young man at that. How old were you then? I turned uh, halfway through filming. I turned fourteen. Really? He was a year younger than me, but of yeah. course I thought I was 25. <laughs> yeah. And he was. So did everyone else. <laughs> you were, you the two most were so good. Juliet um, was the coolest 15 year old that ever walked the planet. Just yeah. amazing. Diane, how did you end up in this movie? You said that was a, uh, you had an interesting story about that. Well, I was engaged to a doctor at the time, so I was spending half my time in Florida. And Shelly Winters, who 
was my child, the great actress Shelley Winters, was my daughter's godmother. And she said, why are you running away from Hollywood? I said, there's no work in Hollywood for women right now. None. And I'm helping people here. I'm saving lives. What am I doing in Hollywood? She said, you get back to Hollywood and you'll get a great part. So I came back and they said, you have an audition this week. You have to go and audition to play Chevy's mother. I, I said, I'm only about six years older than Chevy. She said, you got to go. So Shelly did this. She loaned me her dead mother's dress to Ooh. wear. True story. That's a shame. I went down to Salvation Army and got an old pair of glasses and some Oxfords. We put my hair up in a chignon, and I put talcum powder. And I put it all over my head, and now I go in, and as I get there out on the sidewalk are all these, I swear to you, great actresses, June Allison and Alice Ghostly, these stars when I was in kindergarten. There were stars. There were great stars, and there wasn't enough work for women. I felt horrible. I swear to God. So I thought, well, hell, God, you're, whatever you you're want. You're June Allison's uh, age. I came in. You were there, okay. and you had that. Ca that you didn't have. What it. did I have? The casting director is not supposed to Marianne take Doherty. pictures of old actors looking ugly in case we're up for a sexy part later. We won't get it. So, but she did it anyhow. I walked in. Don't I said, I'm not going to say a word. And I walked in. And Chevy was over there, and I thought, okay. I said, Sonny boy, Sonny boy, that's my Sonny boy. And I came over, and I played with your jaws and opened your mouth and went inside and played games on your face and said, I love you, Sonny boy, and I got the job. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy. This is Deason. Chris Sean Martins. And uh, happy holidays from all of us over here at PCP. And now we're like really officially into the uh, Christmas season here, uh, the holiday season. Uh, we're going to jump into a, 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 a really traditional, uh, uh, fantastic um, Christmas classic, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation from 1989. After vacationing across America and throughout Europe. Take it, Russ. This holiday season, la, 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 the Griswolds are going to play it safe. Clark, we're stuck under a truck! Oops. They're staying at home. I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. Hope you're not getting sap all over your sweater, Clark. All Clark wants is a quiet, old-fashioned Christmas. Sorry. Oops. Got a little knot here. You can work on that. What he's going to get is the gift that keeps on living. Merry Christmas. His family. We didn't come to impose. <laughs> oh, hell, there's plenty of room. Do you sleep with your brother? Do you know how sick and twisted that is, Mom? Well, I'm sleeping with your father. Have you got a kiss for me? Eh, you better take a rain check on that, Art. He's got a lip fungus they ain't identified yet. But no holiday could ever be more deeply touching. We were gonna call, but... Eddie wanted to make it a surprise. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> ah, we're really gonna fly down the hill with this stuff. So genuinely moving. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead? More truly uplifting. Can I show you something? I was just browsing. Or more down to earth. Merry Christmas! 
If Santa is smart, he'll stay well clear of this joint. It's a death trap. Then Christmas with the Griswolds. Everybody come out quick, look at the lights! They want you to say grace. I pledge allegiance to the flag. The United States of America. This year, let Chevy Chase light up your holidays. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That thing had nine lives, she just spent them all. <laughs> you woo, crack up. Holiday roll. Ah! <laughs> Why couldn't Lindsay Buck can't be on everything? Me too, man. I was, I was hoping for that shit. Yeah, I love it, man. Ah, just one song. Just rock out one song, dude. That's all we need. Can't yeah. go wrong. I, I like this song a lot too. Though. I was, I used to always, I used to always think it was Tina Turner, but I was like, I, I was watching credits tonight. I was like, oh shit, it's not Tina, but I didn't know. Yeah, mind blown, man. Well, it, was, it was interesting. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a Dude, how many times do you guys think, seriously, have you seen this fucking movie? Because it has to have been. Jesus, does, oh, does I, I watch does. it every fucking Christmas at least at least three times because my mom will get in those moods, man. She'll just throw on a fucking movie. Next thing you know, we turn into TBS, and that's all we're playing <laughs> all night long. <laughs> Same with, like, you know, it, normally with her, it's Harry Potter movies, but luckily I'll get her into this fucking vibe sometimes. And, it gets a, <laughs> and I love Harry Potter, but Jesus. Yeah, yeah, T- yeah. TBS must censor a, a lot of shit in this movie, I'm sure, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, not too bad. I, no, it's, it's, too bad. It's, only, it's only a PG-rated movie. It's, or PG-13, sorry. So it's not, of course, I all the just customers. cursing is the, yeah. yeah, that's the biggest thing. And it'd just be, you know, fudging problems. <laughs> or yeah, fudging problems. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. I love those shitty edits, dude. Oh, they're the best. Hey, there's no uh, Yippee-Ki-Yay, Mr. Falcon in this, but it's it, there could be some stuff that we have never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, I I feel like this is just like it. Honestly, this is arguably my favorite vacation movie. The first one I fucking love because you got John Candy at the end, oh, so man, and then Mom dead right on top of the car. It's tight. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but I I this one for, for maybe it's just more nostalgia for me, man. This one, or maybe it's the the, the chick who works at the counter in this movie. I don't know. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, wow. but no, like 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 no bullshit. This movie is like one of it's one of my holiday fucking favorites. And I yep. think it's better than the other ones. Definitely better than Vegas Vacation. Oh, there's oh a, yeah, that's way number. better than Vegas Vacation and European for sure. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but I, yeah, one, uh, one, and this one are definitely my favorite of the Vacation films. Same. And it's hard for it, it, and it's a, it's a, it's a real like uh, hard sort of th- like line there between the first one. This because they're both. I think they're both just as fucking funny and just as memorable, in my opinion. It's hard to yeah. choose, but 
But this one is, like Mike said before, it's very sentimental, especially that scene with like Chevy in the fucking attic and he's like watching home videos. It's, like, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty like, uh, it, it can make you tear up a little bit. So First of all, why don't you just kick out that little fucking screen that yeah. you poke your head out of, crawl through, <laughs> climb down, and go in the front fucking door, Chevy. <laughs> I, <laughs> Come on, I man. But he, he also, that when, he got, when he got trapped up there, he got to that staircase pretty quickly and slammed on it, and no one heard the motherfucker? Like, I don't, I can't believe that. Yeah, right? Hey, <laughs> but, it's, it's, you know, very it's, it's some leaving, it's, it's some leaving your child at home bullshit like Home Alone, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it, leads up to a, it leads up to a bunch of great shit with him getting fucking slapped in boards for, like, fucking so I love the, I love all those scenes, <laughs> so, but it's like, come on, man. <laughs> and then see where he he falls to the sheetrock into the double bunk bed. He like gets the heat from the fucking house. That's a great shot. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right, dude. Like comedy is a rule of threes, and he hits like a dozen boards on the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then he, he walks on the area. I remember going up my grandfather. Attic. He's literally walking on the areas where my grounds like, don't fucking stand don't there. Don't never do that. Yeah. My dad was always my dad. Everybody like walk on the beams. Walk on the beams. Never step yeah, exactly. Between the exactly. Beams. Yeah. And I felt I fell through. Um, I fell through sheetrock once. I was helping oh. Martin in uh, uh, in his in, in his attic. I was helping move some stuff, and uh, my left leg went through the sheetrock. Man, that Ooh. shit. Brutal! Hit my yeah. rib cage on the stud, oh. man. It, it was fucking. I was bruised for like fucking my, almost two weeks. So my aunt fell through my grandparents' roof when we were up there for one one of the holidays. I can't remember if it was Thanksgiving or Christmas. And I mean, like she's up there getting like that. I'm pretty sure she's getting the fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. Down. And, like, <laughs> and, like, but she fell like backwards. So like, oh, whole back. Fuck. She hit her back coming Ooh. down through the ceiling. And, you know, it was like fucking all fours up, just stuck up there. Oh. <laughs> it was, like, it was style. so bad. And like you said, it was brutal, man. She was she was cutting fucking. I think she actually cracked a rib too. I had to go to the Damn. hospital for that shit. Yeah, there's a, there's a there is still to this day at my memo's house. My 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 mom's uh, my mom's mom. Uh, there's still a part in the ceiling that's uh, bright, it's bright white compared to all the other sheetrock where my fucking papa <laughs> fell down through fucking sheetrock into the garage on top of all kinds of shit, and he just got like, well, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what else you gotta do at that point? You know, it's like, well, literally, he's an old cowboy, old railroad guy. Get to take the fucking palm oil out of the fucking front pocket. This, oh like, yeah, like fuck oh, it. Man, my, fuck my my <laughs> yeah, he had that same. Like he quit smoking like twenty years after I was born, or before I was born. And even to this day, anytime he'd be working on something pissed off, he would still reach in his front pocket just from that habit of grabbing yeah, a fucking habit. cigarette. Habit. Crazy yeah. man. <clears throat> This is interesting, though. So this guy um, who directed this one, uh, this guy's name is Jeremiah S. Chekchik. And um, he before he did um, before he did this fantastic flick, he did a, a music video for Hall Notes called Downtown, Downtown Life in 1988. And he also did. Fuck yeah, man's got good taste. Yeah, good taste. <laughs> and he, then he did the uh, Van Hagar video for When It's Love. When it's love, oh, yeah, no, he did that. And then, God, I hate that fucking song. It's hate so, it bad. so much. Ugh. I forgot um, it existed. Thank God for just temporary, but now it's back. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he did that one, and then uh, he did National Lampoons, and then uh, he did Benny and June, 
he did uh, that Tall Tale movie with uh, Patrick Swayze, uh, which I had the clamshell as a kid because it was a Disney movie. Um, Man, I forgot about that movie. Holy shit! Yeah, he did. Uh, he also did Diab- uh, Diabolic with uh, Sharon Stone uh, in 1996, and he did that. I don't remember that one. He did. Oh, check it out, Mike. It's, it's oh, Diabolik or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Diabolik. Yeah. Um, he also did uh, that Avengers movie with uh, fucking Uma Thurman and Sean Connery. Oh, jeez. So that's what tanked his career. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and he just, that was yeah. like the biggest bomb at the time. Huge bomb. And everything he's done since then, it was just like TV stuff. He did uh, The Beast with Patrick Swayze at one point. No and, one for you. Yeah, oh, no. shit. Was that, was that his TV show? The, the last yeah, thing he yeah. did or whatever? Right on. The, uh, the Beast was, yeah, it was a TV show with, uh, with Swayze back uh, in uh, 2009. But he did a he did an episode on that. He did a bunch of, like, one to two episodes of things. He After, after the Avengers, it, <laughs> he fucked himself pretty good. So, yeah, that's an interesting thing. And we have to mention that John Hughes wrote this movie. And John Hughes, the great John Hughes, you know. He's a producer, too, on this, which kind of surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if it, was, uh, it makes sense that he would probably produce it. I mean, it's sort of no, for sure. Created He's so established his, at this point. Yeah, he created. I mean, he created his family. I mean, it, 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 he wrote the first movie, so I mean, it makes sense that he would be involved in this. But, uh, but yeah, I just it's just great that John Hughes is so much connected to the holidays. You know, plane, trains, automobiles, Home Alone, Home Alone. Uh, National Lampoon's this, you know, uh, Vacation, and you know, Christmas Vacation. You know, he's very attached he to. Is- yeah. To the American ideals as well, too, man. He really is. Right. He fucking nailed that whole '80s American lifestyle. Like, he is to the a '80s fucking that aesthetic. Yeah, that, yeah. That, fam- that family aesthetic where things come in and this co- everything's just collapse the entire time. Like in this movie, like very badly. But we'll get into it. But um, yeah, uh, so um, I'm, I'm I'm interested. Um, you know, if if any of you people out there who are listening to the show for the first time. Or have or, or have not listened to the show for the first time, but also seen this movie. This might be your first time. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say on the Facebook page or whatever, um, because um, that would be be really interesting to us. Because you know we've grown up we've grown up with this thing, and uh, it's and it's part of a series. It's not just one movie. It's you know every movie is very different. They're all right. very different from each other, which is a great. Was it a quadrilogy? I think there's four of them. I mean, uh, Vegas, uh, Las, there's uh, Vegas Vacation. Four of them the last total, one? yes. Yeah, so yeah. we have... Uh, and that was like have, 97 or something. Yeah, something like that. I, saw, I remember I saw, I saw that in the theater back in the So day. did I. Uh, but I remember, I remember, so we have National Lampoon's Vacation, uh, we have European Vacation, we have Christmas Vacation, and then we have uh, Las Vegas, we have uh, Christmas Vacation. No, not, we have uh, the Las Vegas Vacation. Vegas Vacation, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Vegas. It's an interesting sort of, and I think that even um, uh, John Hughes actually wrote that one too. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he he wrote the majority of them. But, if uh, not, he's definitely credited just for characters alone. The characters alone, but he also wrote Home Alone three, which is suspect. I, I know. So oh, I know. <laughs> like, yeah. That's um, a big sus. <laughs> yeah. No, I guess no. Say, he's just credited for characters. He didn't write the story. For okay. Vacation. Okay. <clears throat> um, now I have to say right off the bat, um, I think uh, Ace Ventura, the, the the people that, that made Ace Ventura uh, when uh, when Nature Calls definitely watched, definitely got influenced by this, especially the, in, the beginning of this movie where they fucking would fucking they go off the ice bank and crash land through fences and shit <laughs> like a Harold Ramis movie or some shit. 
<laughs> and like <laughs> and like Clark is just like right on time. Like yeah. <laughs> it's like like a glove. Just like, like a, yeah. <laughs> love when he lands that Jeep or a Land Rover upside down. Upside <laughs> down, <laughs> right. <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> Golden. <laughs> oh shit, man. What's a jelly month of the club? Anyone know what that is? Can fill me in. I've my entire life wondered. The what? what is it? The jelly month of the club. I have or no idea what that is. Club. That's what Clark gets in the mail instead of his bonus check. Oh, the jello oh. the jello thing? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it says the jelly of the month club. I have no idea. I've always wondered what the fuck that was, but it sounds like a miserable bonus. That's that's but, called a big fuck you. That's that's what that is. <laughs> or, or, or you could be Eddie and like like jello is just a, the fucking gift that just keeps on fucking giving, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> He got excited about it, dude. He did. I love it. I love that shot of him where he's like, where like Clark is just like, if you guys want to give me something this this fucking holiday, bring that fucking no good piece of fucking whatever. And he and, and, then, and then like uh, Randy Quaid just like focuses hard on that shit and just takes off like next scene. You know, we were talking about how, how big of a dick before the show came on Chevy Chase is and how hard yeah. he is to work with. Oh, yeah. I was just kind of scrolling through some trivia. I just read this. Apparently, according to Chris Columbus, he was the original director of this movie. He Whoa. filmed he he filmed um, several scenes, some some shots as the second unit director, which are still in the finished film. And he left after two meetings with Chevy Chase and told John Hughes, there's no way I can do this movie. I know I need to work, but I can't do it with this guy. <laughs> and, he, and he was sent, he was sent the script to home alone instead. And then of course that came out. There we go. There breakout, go. his breakout major movie. Yeah. 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 But besides the uh, gremlins, if you wrote, so yeah, that's for cool. sure. Fuck, so, damn. I knew Chevy was Chevy's difficult a dick. later in career. I didn't know <laughs> even this early in career he was this shitty dude. That's oh, fucking. Uh, well, I always heard. I always heard he was the 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 one on Saturday Night Live. No one fucking wanted to work. Yeah, with. That, that's what like, I always that, heard. That's too, why his tenure was so short on there because he's apparently he's just such a motherfucking prick. No one wants to work with him. Right. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I've heard the same exact fucking thing for years. I've heard that Chevy was never ever pleasant to work around. So. God, I'd like to just see a running camera of him acting like a just to get an idea of what prickish things that to get somebody to fucking I, leave that. Position I'm pretty after sure they're years. out there. I'm it's when you sure see when you see when you see Clark screaming at the end. That's that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's, real me. <laughs> it seems right on par to me. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, there's um there's a couple of guys uh, from Community who've come out several times live talking about Jimmy Chase's fucking working with him, and it's it sounds miserable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's where I heard a lot of it. Damn, man. I don't understand. Like, I get it. The creative process, I guess, or whatever the fuck it takes to do whatever the fuck it is you do. And I can understand being constantly pissed off by the constant attention of being a celebrity. That would drive me insane. But bitch, you signed up for this job. Nobody, nobody fucking forced you into this. You know what I mean? Right. Right. (laughs) I I understand why it's so difficult just to fucking make a make-believe story with someone you know what i mean like it does i don't understand that what's even more hilarious i think dude because to be a person whose job it is to make other people's laugh and then in real life just be a miserable awful piece of shit is a pretty funny (laughs) that's a comedy dude and then like you'll see like the complete opposite side of that spectrum which is like robin williams who's everyone always wanted to work with who was always great to everyone who was still like just like a constant fucking 
just source of great entertainment. You know right. what I mean? Like ball of fire. Just, yeah, nonstop. You know, it's just I don't understand. Like, why do I got to be addicted? Like, like, and I have heard the worst stories about Chevy Chase by yeah. far. Yeah, it's always him that I hear like the horror stories about. <laughs> yeah, and he hasn't changed. He's still a shitty no, person to work still with. Still an asshole. We're going Nothing on ever, fucking yeah. 35, 40 years now. He's still a shitty person to work with. I, I mean, I would look up however what day he was born and probably just go from there. <laughs> <laughs> Seems fair. It is crazy. Like, like uh, he is so fucking fun. Like, there's, there's it's hilarious. Is, there is know. a, there is a, there, there is a sort of comedy. You, you can have anybody like Jim Carrey can have it. Chris Farley can have it. Like, anybody, you know, he's got his own shtick. He's got his own thing, but his there's there is a Chevy Chase. Like comedy stick, and it's fucking hilarious. Like yeah. the sap on his fingers going to the fucking neck is <laughs> fucking hilarious. The lamp and the fucking hair, all that shit coming through, it's fucking hilarious. It's only a Chevy Chase. Like, there's that. <clears throat> well, I mean, and he's great, and he's great in so many things, you know, fucking three egos. Um, <laughs> Fletch. Fletch, the first Fletch is amazing. Fletch is great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can't, can't, uh, Caddyshack, he's great in Caddyshack. Absolutely. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like you know, the thing is, though, like um, uh, it just—it's—it's it's wild to me. So I was watching this tonight with jo- we were watching it today, me and Joanna, and like there are scenes in in the movie where she's just like, "Oh, I I bet you, you know, on on uh, on the set, he was just like family to him." I'm like, no, he's a fucking dickhead. Like, but like, yeah, she felt that way because he the way he acts is maybe sometimes it's just like he's so like positive and non-negative until they don't call it acting for nothing. Apparently, I, I oh, agree. Uh, very much agreed. Uh, but, um, yeah, he can, he can still, you know, he can even fool me a little bit when he's watching the old fucking photos in the attic. I'm like, damn, it's, it's, it's pretty, you know, pretty powerful. Could you think about holidays and family and like, you know, it's just, it's, it's a nice thing to think about, but like it's a total dickhead. Behind the scenes. So it's, it's sad, but also very interesting at the same time. But, you know. Without hearing it, you never would have guessed. He's got great facial never. expressions, great comedic timing. Like you never would have guessed, but that's. I agree. I totally agree, man. But apparently, right. that is the general consensus. <laughs> right. This is Hollywood, right. where everyone's a fucking narcissistic psychopath. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to be the worst out of everyone <laughs> says a lot. And then, dude, we got Scientology out there for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Fuck yeah. True. We got Juliet Lewis and in Tom Cruise's never-ending fake smile. Oh right! Oh god! I just watching outside. I love. In there. Yeah. I'm in love. <laughs> With yourself? Like, he does the <laughs> definitely, definitely. Like he does a similar thing in the outsiders too. He gets all excited. He jumps off the back of a truck and does a, a backflip. It's fucking weird as fuck. Like, Dude, no. he's. I, I was rewatching Legend last night. He's weird as fuck in that. One. I mean, it's yeah, he movie, is. But he's very off-putting in that one as well. And I like him the most in that movie for some reason, but yeah, I get what you're I saying. I feel like I'm watching like a live action version of Zelda. Is what it is. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, but um, we have a you have a very young Juliet Lewis in here. She's great. Oh man, she's, she's so great. She's yeah. great. I and love Michael these, uh, Galecki, who's you know um, Galecki from, is great. Yeah, Galecki's good. He's in everything. <laughs> it yeah. feels like. Um, we have uh, E.G. Marshall. E.G. Marshall plays Art, which is uh, Beverly D'Angelo's uh, dad. And uh, he was the old guy in Creepshow who hates cockroaches and insects and shit. He's in this thing. Oh, uh, fuck. Um, we have uh, William Hickey, who is the, I think his, I think it's uh, uh, Clark's grandfather, who comes in with the toupee and shit with the cigar, likes to fucking tree on fire and shit. Um, the original voice of Betty Boop is in this fucking movie, Mae Questel. 
Mae Questel, yes. It's and, her last uh, movie. You can hear a little bit, a little bit of her voice when she does the you know home of the free, home of the brave shit. Oh yeah. But um, uh, William Hickey is the the, the movie. Uh, he's the puppet master from the original Puppet Master movie. He's also in a uh, a, a movie that we covered uh, a while ago. He's in uh, the uh, Tales from the Dark Side. He's the guy who hires a hitman to kill a fucking cat. So it's the same guy. Oh wow. Okay. Right on. Yeah. And also, we have Sam McCurry, who plays Bill, who is uh, 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 fucking Chevy Chase's fucking buddy, buddy, buddy in the office building in like Times Square or whatever. He is the same fucking guy in every, in every single movie. movie he's in. His hair, his haircut <laughs> is the same. His his the way he acts is all. Hey, you know what you do about it, buddy? I don't know what you do about it. But like, he's the same fucking guy in every movie. But it's it's fun to see him in here young. And we have the um uh, the infinite, in my opinion, the infinite, attractive, glorious fucking Juliet Lewis. Juliet, Juliet Lewis. Lewis Lewis oh, yeah. No, no, no. Beverly D'Angelo. Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, yeah, D'Angelo, too. Oh, I, I mean, Juliet Lewis is get gorgeous, that. but she's like 15 in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, Beverly... So I've, I've talked about the jo- I talked about this with Joanna a couple times in the past. We watch this every Christmas, or twice every Christmas. And I'm like... And then we watch, uh, we watch fucking Clark fucking get... like put his boner through the fucking sheetrock or the glass and shit, or twice driving. And he's like, he's getting horny for all these girls and shit. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what, man? Like for me, you I'm like, Beverly D'Angelo, right? D'Angelo is in the room, dude. Like, I don't like, damn. Like, right. Yeah. Wow. I give this gorgeous fucking I, I, woman. I, I guess it's what, it's what they always say. No matter how fine a woman is, there's some dude out there that's just tired of her shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude. And that reminds me too. There's a stupid thing on family guy. where like, Stewie sees across the street and it was some guy attracted to like an even less attractive person than his wife. And it's just like a kid like learning things, just like so you could be uh cheating on your more attractive wife with less attractive person. Like, so that's a thing. Noted. <laughs> like <laughs> good to know. <laughs> Locked in. Yeah, I always thought it was interesting. Even the first uh even in the first uh vacation, I think it's uh Christy Brinkley who's driving the car next to him, like getting all yes. the sexy shit. Mm-hmm. And she takes the fuck, she jumps in the pool and shit and he fucking loses his fucking mind, which I, I get it, but like Beverly D'Angelo is just like a fucking god. I mean Christy Brinkley, just, fair enough. I understand that. Right. right. <laughs> I'm going with I'm going D'Angelo, baby. I'm going I, I feel you, but I, I, you know, if I had to pick one, I'd definitely take the saleswoman in this movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hey, Russ, the saleswoman is, is, is wow. What is what a great scene. I, I love when the son I love when the son comes to the crowd and sees his dad like on the fucking like on the top of the counter and shit, and he's like, it's like talking, like looking at panties and shit. And he's like, yeah, oh, hey, Dad, there's Dad. Hey, he's fucking yeah. And you yeah see she's just like showing him like the high line and everything. He's like, oh hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you seeing this shit? Oh shit, you are seeing this shit. You are seeing this shit. <laughs> Don't tell your gorgeous mother. <laughs> right, Nicolette Scorsese is the is that woman's name, and she's uh, is in uh, a great fucking movie underrated called Bossing Helena with Julian Zanz. Uh, other than that, oh, I forgot. Wait, 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 dude, that's a fucked up movie, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, they cut the uh, cut off legs and arms of some. Oh legs yeah, in their box. boxing them up. That's right. Like a misfit right. song. Misfit song, yes, the misfit song. <laughs> oh fuck, Tron! If you were here, we, uh, we'd do some fucking crazy college frat boy fucking handshakes and pounds and fucking. Flip- <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude! But yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah. Boxing, and, dude, and, uh, and, 
We haven't even mentioned that Julie Louise Drivis is in this fucking movie, and she's her the her and her boyfriend as the neighbors are fucking great. In this, movie. I love them. I love them, man. I love them. Literally, like, yes, they're assholes, but fuck, Clark is a shit neighbor, man. Like, oh, oh yeah, he's horrible. I love like, and, and they, give, they give Eddie all the hate, somewhere. but it's like Clark, you're a dick too, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. He cuts a tree. He cuts a tree with a fucking hockey mask on. It's fantastic. <laughs> He's like, come over and show, let me show where I can stick it. And he's like, what did you say? He's like, like I didn't say you. And he's like, yeah, bend over. <laughs> yeah, bend over. <laughs> I, I love how their stereos all, their, their stereo system all look like PS3 Slims. They're like, yeah. set, like three, four of them. Eight of them set up. It's, like, oh, it's amazing. Clark okay. fires a fucking icicle straight into it. He's like, melts Seriously. <laughs> right on their like CD media player or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, CD player. <laughs> I do love too when they come back home and they're in the match matching track suits or whatever. It's like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like some catchy nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Um, and I uh, me and Joe talked about this before, but guys, remember those these those fucking ladders, dude? They should have been fucking like it should have been stamped illegal. Like yeah. you should not. Every ladder we have like that as a kid, even as I, as I got into an adult, when I've just helped somebody out using a ladder like that, it's terrifying. The yeah. lock never worked. The rope never worked. It's terrifying <laughs> every time you put it up against the fucking sh- the the um, wobbly uh, the rooftop. Oh, I hate those things, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm all about the the open you know the the open up ladders, not that yeah. fucking lean against right. the goddamn roof and pray no. God and slide on you and kill you ladders. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One of the brilliant parts of Slapstick when he first uses that ladder is that it collapses, but he lands perfectly fine. (laughs) Wait for it. (laughs) You'll go again. (laughs) And I used to, I remember as a kid, my dad asked me to hold the ladder when he would go up it. That was a thing back then. Yeah, because if you didn't have an almost adult balancing or keeping weighted down on the bottom, (laughs) it was a fucking death sentence to get on those things, dude. It literally took multiple people to fucking use it functionally. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I and I love the, the, the all the um. Well, I, I love the pot. This is a great part of uh, Clark Gis- Griswold, um, personality wise, the care or character wise. I love the uh, the positivity. It's always this great positivity there until the what? very fucking like Steve Martin <laughs> like fl- trains, planes, and automobiles when he fucking loses his fucking <laughs> mind. Dude. I think I think that's a play on like the the American psyche. To be honest, you I agree. Fucking, I agree. you plow ahead, you do as best you can, but inevitably you're gonna hit that fucking point. A man can only take so much. You lose your shit. You kidnap your fucking boss, and you bring him home to get your goddamn bonus. You know what right, I mean? Like, right, right. And everything works out perfectly after that. Yeah, of course. Yay, yeah. capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> it's man, I, I love when they fry the fucking cat in this thing, too. Oh, it's great. Like, <laughs> all that's left is a the fucking The grandparents like, make this movie for me, too. Oh, oh they're so good, dude. They're so good. That cat, though, good God. I, yeah. And I love I love Clark's parents uh, in general. They're just great, like positive parents. Like like you know, I like how like at the end where he's talking to Clark and he's like, he kind of washed out the fucking glass of like eggnog, but not all the way. So he's drinking like foggy it's eggnog water, yeah. water, and he's like drinking the shit. And Dad comes in and he's just like talks about how he just it's a really great speech. And he's like, I'm retiring, man. You do it. And he's like, How'd you get through all? He's like, I have Jack Daniels. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great scene. It's a really good. It's a really great humble scene. Really great act, actors and actors. Scenes. And as they're hugging each other, he's getting that milky nog water all over the. Oh, back yeah. Yes, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> The shit is full. Shit is full. <laughs> I do love that whole intro with like with you finding out that cousin Eddie's here. It's just like he he finally gets the lights to fucking work, and then he just going down the line, hugging everyone, and, and then like the grandfather's like, "Well, the little lights aren't doing like up. Oh, yes, Art, thank you for noticing." Thank you for noticing. There's just fucking Eddie out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so great. And his cute and his very cute wife. Uh, she's I, I she like is, her a lot. She's she's very very, very attractive. Yeah. And I love the whole like, um, well, you know, uh, I really, I really respect that Clark, but you know, it's been a long drive. But, but the the kiddos could definitely be invited into your home, but uh, gotta get a get a find a gerbil and eat the fucking blanket or some shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, what a great character! Because Randy Randy yeah. Quaid has lost his mind now. He's lost his mind. So, so yeah, apparently know. that thing's yeah. been like on the the ship out of town for quite a few decades. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever the hobbits and, 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 and Gandalf went, that's where fucking his mind has gone Dude, to. Dude, PCP, <laughs> man, and I'm sorry, PCP and methamphetamines, man. That's why just, <laughs> not even once. Never even once. Not even once. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Ain't even worth it. Because oh. fuck. Because <laughs> Yeah, fuck. man, the, the, like, it, everything, everything I love about this movie, it, it, to me, it gets a lot better when fucking Eddie finally shows up. It <laughs> oh, yeah. Takes off from there. What's it called? The half turtleneck? I think Joanna told me it's called a dicky or some what? shit. What? The half turtleneck that fucking uh, Eddie wears with a white fucking shirt <laughs> with like a half like a half turtleneck or some shit. It, Joanna told me it's called a dicky. That's what it's called. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and yeah, no, I had no idea. I, I love that they described one of his outfits to the police as a leisure suit. I love the leisure <laughs> suit. How slug? Because there's a time and place where there was just everyone wearing leisure suits. And yeah, it was, it was the seventies. The yes. 70s, yeah. Right. So he's so out of touch and just like that, still sticking to just being that slimy 70s personality is fucking great, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's I a, totally agree. He's fan, he's fantastic in the in this and on the first movie. He's so he's great in both those fucking flicks. He's so fucking out of touch and out of time. And the and the <laughs> wife is he's fucking and, and creepy. creepy as yeah, yeah. creepy as fuck. Um <laughs> I gotta talk, but I gotta talk about this. Uh, what about that scene where it's also creepy, but also like kind of heartwarming at the same time? The scene where like <laughs> fucking Clark has this crazy, like full on, like uh, delusional, like fucking vision of like a pool in his backyard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's almost like uh, 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 he's like a almost like serial killer esque like <laughs> visioning something. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> he's like he's like plastic. Chevy's normal face. Wall. Yeah, normal <laughs> yeah, face. Right. The way he's gripping the curtains when he's the little girl comes into the window, just killer. gripping those curtains, dude. And he's nursing a chub for sure, just fantasizing. Oh yeah, yeah straight. Yeah. And yeah, how? Straight. And how much uh, Eddie's Eddie's and his wife's daughter look just like the fucking feral kid from Road Warrior? <laughs> oh, yeah, just I can like see that. I, I like what they're like, oh, my God, her eyes aren't crossing. I was like, yeah, it's crazy. Fall down a well, she gets her eyes crossed, get kicked by a mold and uncrossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just that face like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a fucking prime parenting right there, man. <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> I love that scene where where fucking Chevy is uh, oling up the fucking the disc, whatever, to fly down the snow mountain or whatever, and like uh, fucking Randy Quaid's like he's like, yeah, I can't do metal too much anymore. I had to replace the plastic because every time uh, what's your name would turn on the radio, I'd piss and shit in my pants, and I'd forget where I was at hours later. <laughs> I just can't believe you're standing here in my living room, Eddie. <laughs> It's so fucking funny. And I forgot that when he's, once he gets on the fucking thing, goes one, two, three, he takes off. It's like a fucking rocket. Like, rocket ship. <laughs> he's going to send off into traffic. Like, just incredible, dude. That, it literally shows it take off like a fucking firework at night. Yeah, yeah man. It's like somebody's, like, controlling it. Uh, the dummy on the freeway, like remote control, right? <laughs> and it's like, and it's interesting. I didn't know this, but Kane B uh, did most special effects. Those guys did like Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. Uh, they did uh, they did The Walking Dead. They did a bunch of like uh, they did uh, um, uh, Narnia, The Chronicles of Narnia. They did a bunch of really crazy, awesome shit. They also did a bunch of horror movie stuff. And they did a lot of special effects in this movie, which I, which really surprised me. It took me back a little I didn't bit. I think there were that many special effects, except you know, frying a cat. Right, right. <laughs> but, you know, it's like um, uh, uh, Rob, Rob Bottin. Uh, Rob Bottin did, you know, he created the Robocop suit. Uh, he did the thing. Uh, he created the howling uh, werewolf suit. But then, like, if you look at um, the special effects and True Detective, he just created a fucking hand with a missing finger on it, you know, or some shit like that. Like, it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was really cool that they were involved in it. It's, it's very interesting. But, uh, so they put, put they put together the flying sand at the end of the explosion. Oh yeah, they, they, so great. They probably did. But I like how like Clark fucking lands in fucking a Walmart parking lot at the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Waltons are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the Waltons are everywhere. Man. Rich motherfuckers, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, Ryan, dude, how great Doyle, like the neighbors get fucking swatted it, at the end too. Like this fucking SWAT team just doesn't give a shit and bust all the windows. All the way. The, the, these poor fucking neighbors. Yes, they are shit people, but <laughs> goddamn, they don't deserve no. They don't. At least seventy five percent of the shit that happens to them no, in this movie. Mostly keeping to themselves. So They're mostly keeping to themselves. Yeah, they exactly. Deserve, they just yeah. hate their fucking dickhead neighbor. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Trying right. to like you know have his house look like fucking heaven's gates with all the fucking lights <laughs> on there, <laughs> firing icicles into their house and fucking. Christmas trees. <laughs> and I, I forget that it's it's Bill it's Bill Murray's brother, right? Who's the boss? Yeah, Brian Doyle Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, he's so fucking great in this movie. He's great. Man, he plays yeah. that to a T. <laughs> I, I've I've worked for people like him before. Like I know oh, that type. And he man, yeah. Hey, I got you a Christmas gift. Yeah, put it next to the other one, and they're all shaped exactly the same. The same. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, you dickhead, dude. <laughs> I, I didn't realize this. I just uh, I just finished um, I, for the probably fucking twentieth time. I just finished the Ghostbuster uh, video game, and uh, I always forget that Brian Doyle Murphy does the uh, the voice of the mayor in the video game. I thought that was interesting. This oh, is oh, yeah, pretty cool. Um, you can notice he's there immediately. But I also remember that fucking show. Do you guys remember this show on on, on uh, Comedy Central back in the day, where it's Brian Doyle Murphy and Bill Murray playing golf? It was like a show. No. You guys remember uh -uh. this? Oh, no. Oh. I do it, was not. Like a, 
it was a show where Brian Doral Murphy and uh, uh, Bill Murray just played golf and like made. Christ, how much did they have to pay him to do that? Like, I can oh. only imagine. <laughs> Probably nothing. You're paying for my golf. <laughs> that's, why, that's why Comedy Central is fucking in decline. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Well, and, you know, their content has been declining. I, I feel like the, the start of the decline of Comedy Central started when Jon Stewart gave The Daily Show to Trevor Noah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, of course, when Stephen Colbert left. Oh yeah, Stephen that Colbert was left two you. massive hits to that fucking company. And also, um, also, what's his name? Uh, fucking uh, from the from the office when he left too. Uh, can't really guys name. Um, Carell, who? Stephen Carell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he was just yeah yeah he was one of the regulars on the Daily Show, I believe. But he left like, God, what year did the Office start? Holy fuck! I don't know. The American like, Office, I don't remember. So yeah, crazy. But. But he was a big star, so like the fact that he because he was I remember his him and Steve Carell had great fucking reviews. They're, oh yeah, they had the Steve versus Steven, the whole segment. Yeah, that was fucking great. This dry fucking so <laughs> good. Well, there's a, there's a really good off. documentary on uh, that's about like um, the talk like late night, basically all the talk show hosts going all the way back to Carson and all the way to today, and they touch right. on the Daily Show a whole fucking lot. And so, like, Stephen Colbert and, like, they, they all, like, knew each other years and years and years and years before. Stephen Colbert, Steve Carell, Jon Stewart. Like, I didn't realize that, you know, beforehand. Oh, years ago. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they were all broke together growing up, like, <laughs> makes more sense way back in the day, yeah. Did they all start with a background in stand-up, or was it? There was a certain comedy club that or comedy group that they were all acquainted with. I can't remember the name, and I don't want to lie. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 know, I, I know the comedy group you're talking about. I can I can't remember their their actual name, but there's a lot of uh, uh, com- not UCB, support. right? No, not that. No, no, no. Uh, Groundlings, I think it's called the Groundlings. Mm. Uh, I have no idea. Joke. So that's why I said I have no idea. I'm not going to pretend I do. <laughs> okay. So it's interesting. So Diane Ladd, uh, who is a great actress, uh, I believe she plays uh, Chevy Chase's mom in this movie. And uh, Diane Ladd, uh, she has. Oh, yeah, from uh, Everybody Knows Raymond, the mother in that. No, no, no. This is a different lady. Uh, yeah, Diane Ladd is from uh, a bunch of really cool, like, uh, 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 neo-noir. Not neo-noir, like this noir kind of shit. She was on that fucking show, uh, Grace Under Fire, back in... Uh, oh, dude, 90s. she was at Wild at Heart and Chinatown. Wild at Heart and Chinatown, Damn. yep, yep. You know, she's, um, she's, uh, uh, Laura Dern's mom. Holy shit. Yeah, Laura Dern's mom. So her and Bruce Dern got it on. No. <laughs> 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 yeah. Bruce uh, also, one of my favorite actors of all time too. Me too. Yeah, she's also in the uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes, which is a great underrated flick. We should cover some what movie? Uh, something Wicked, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Uh, oh, I haven't seen that. 1983. Oh, check it out. It's a fucking great movie. Uh, but um, yeah, White Lightning, which is great with um, I think it's uh, Jeff Bridges. I think he's in it. No, uh, Burt Reynolds is in it. It's a great car movie. Again, car movie with Burt Reynolds. Uh, but um, there's a lot of great shit she did. She's uh, sort of this, um, you know, uh, renaissance, kind of like a renaissance lady. She did a lot of really cool shit, and um, it's interesting that she's in this movie. I, I didn't realize she's a lot of fun in this movie too. And, and Joanna said several times she reminds her of her mom. So um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Diane Lane, uh, Diane Ladd, uh, it, it's a really great actress and. Uh, just want to kind of mention that she's also, besides being great, she's also Lord Lord Dern's fucking mom, which is pretty fucking cool. So, 
<laughs> and, and also in in in, uh, um, in the movie, um, uh, what is it called? Carnivore? This dinosaur garbage movie back in the 90s? <laughs> I had no idea. No, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's called, uh, what is this called? i got to tell you guys this really quick because you guys have never seen it before. It's going to blow your mind. Yeah, uh, Carnosaur. Um, she gets impregnated with uh, dinosaur DNA and gives birth to a dinosaur. And you Stop. Get to it's a lot of fun. It, it sounds like no way is that like real. it sounds like one for the whole family. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> Drink the VHS. Yeah. Roger oh, Corman geez. Roger Corman saw Jurassic Park. He's like, I'm doing that. And then he did it. And uh, it's a lot dumber and <laughs> grosser than Jurassic Park. <laughs> he burst the I mean, fucking Based guys. on that plot, yeah, I feel like it's pretty spot on. <laughs> <laughs> At least it, just mentally in my mind. It looks more like a xenomorph, but whatever, fine. But uh, yeah, interesting. I, I'll take it back. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, you guys. So let's keep talking about fucking Christmas vacation, man. You guys, <laughs> I'm talking. I, I, I talk about sure, fucking dude. baby dinosaurs coming to vaginas right now. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I can't I get that about. mental image out of your head. <laughs> we, we, we're yeah, we're very. No, no, I, there's a lot there. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta send you guys the video tonight on YouTube. No, 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 <laughs> don't do that. Uh, no, oh, okay. like, just go ahead and do me that favor of not doing that. <laughs> I am not going to watch. It. Fuck. <laughs> so how cool is it that the running theme of Clark is that he is like the quintessential family man until one fine piece of ass comes around Dude, he's and he's really like my wife is dead or divorced or like always is like oh fuck okay single back into single mode and like literally you're driving <laughs> down the highway with your fucking family in the car you get so distracted by a piece of ass you almost kill your entire yeah! family <laughs> what the fuck clark you know <laughs> and you know like you could you could say this in every single one of them you know like yeah, oh my god there's this this kind of scene is in almost every single one of them where it's just like yeah, he's a family man, but let's not get his priorities mixed up. And what does that say about his men at the base level? It's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo literally right next to me. And hey. <laughs> a man destroying his family over a piece of ass is metaphorical for a lot of divorces in the that, United that States. Sounds like, that, sounds like, that sounds like a lot of history right there. That yeah. sounds like a lot of shit. Yeah. That was, yeah, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> Because he, he does it every fucking time, and it, it, it's 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 kind of like uh, oh. sort of like uh, Fast Times almost sort of segment, you know, uh, where fucking Drew, where uh, uh, what's his name, Judge Reinhold's in the fucking bathroom jerking off and watching TV <laughs> Kate scale the fucking pool, man. But, uh, Don't you know how to knock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh shit, man. Um, it's 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 interesting, I, and I love like he's. <laughs> I, I, I really don't know how to explain this, but uh, he's really good at, when he's looking in the mirror, like in, like you're seeing a visual of the pool. Jesus Christ. It's, oh, yeah. it's really good. Like his face, like, his expressions. is like His eyes are so like in love and dream glazed like, over. Yeah. <laughs> he sees Eddie get on the, on the pool, on the, the fucking diving board. Like throw it, like the, the, <laughs> the, like the leopard, like guitar he's wearing too. <laughs> Over his expression changes uh, so hard, and it's just like even so in his hard. fantasy, Eddie is fucking uh, ruined. It, dude. <laughs> Apparently, the, the the house used in this movie was—I don't know if y'all watch WandaVision. It was the same house used yes. in that movie, the same set. Whoa! Whoa. No, yeah. I didn't know. 
Yeah, I watched all Wonder Vision. Love that show. It's a good show. Yeah, yeah it's really good. Really good. It's yeah, the no. only good Marvel show they produce so far. Agreed. <laughs> Fuck you, Disney. Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> I, yeah, bring point. me back to old fucking hardcore Daredevil shit. I love that stuff. Anyway, anyway, I keep digressing. Oh, <laughs> oh that's okay. I, I agree with you. I think they should, they should have David Lynch come in and do a fucking Marvel movie. But I'll I'll digress. But uh, that would be interesting. Uh, but um, yeah, it's just it's it's. He's a lot of he's a character to play around with a little bit. He's a fucking weird character, <laughs> and he but uh, um it, it's an, he has this interesting sort of like um uh uh sort of uh I, I don't what you call it like uh this sort of not just personality but like uh he really wants to be there for his family. You can see that his parents are there and his parents are very positive, and. Right. And uh, you have that great again like that great scene with his father talking to him in that wa- in the like laundry room or whatever where he's um, <clears throat> drinking from the water cooler, and he's very positive. He's like, "Hey, man, you can't fucking do this kind of shit in front of your fucking. You, you're bringing everybody fucking you down. Got, you got to you got to tone it down, man. Like, you got to tone it down. Dude. You know, I know the cat got fucking fried and fucking carpet <laughs> and the fucking <laughs> you know your you, Christmas tree exploded and exploded. Fucking- <laughs> And that fucking turkey, like I don't, I, I asked you what about this. I don't understand. Like, what, what, what's up with the turkey? Like, it, he cut so it, gastral particles built up inside of it, and it just popped like a fucking. It like, definitely didn't look like a turkey, but that's a that's a running joke because almost nine out of ten turkeys I've had have been dry as fuck, dude. I mean, you just right. dust it in gravy and shit. I agree. That's that. I think it's a play on that, but it didn't look anything. It looked like a fucking alien egg opening up when he fucking. Ah! <laughs> For sure. Like, what hey, the jo- fuck? Hey, Joanna was like immediately. She's like, if that fucking skin on top of that turkey looks like that, that shit ain't dry. No, nah, like, no. Fuck. You're right. You're right. And I actually got hungry watching that scene because like, <laughs> this crispy ass skin. That's. That sounds like a fucking riot, dude. I'd get down with that turkey for sure. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, too. Eddie's like, like, what's wrong with it? Like, fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating that old-ass jello and everything. Dude, nothing's going to stop him, That's why his fucking shit fumes were nuclear coming out of the fucking... <laughs> it's <laughs> all green and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's glowing. It looks like northern lights in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> UFOs and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Now, do you guys like eggnog? Is that your guys' thing? No, I'm I can't lactose intolerant, that shit. so I, it, not only would it kill me, but it also just give me a fucking heart attack. And I, I'm like borderline. I can have some some milk products, but drinking shit like that, I, and I've had eggnog. It just tastes like shit. Like it's garbage, dude, right? It, it sucks. Fuck, dude, give me a shot and a beer. I'm good to go. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. yeah. All right, yeah. It's all right. It's all right. I don't want to spend my man. Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to spend my Christmas drunk shitting Ugh, on the toilet, dude, for like endless. Nothing. And the consistency of that, like, just it's Ugh, like, what am I oh, drinking? Like man. cold gravy? What is? That? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, thank you. Oh. Yeah. Oh man. Ugh. That is. Just yeah, def- that, that's not my shit. Yeah, yeah that's shit. We had a solid, a solid conversation tonight about that. It's like, fuck, I, I fucking hate eggnog. It's disgusting. I don't care how many times they try to spruce it up with like. Fucking hey, you southern comfort. Yeah, yeah, Have you had eggnog with paprika? Like, no, I don't fucking with that shit. Paprika, man. Fuck you, man. Like, fuck <laughs> with TV. I ain't with that shit. Give me some fucking whiskey shot and some fucking beers. I'm good to go. But I don't want fucking eggs in my fucking drink. <laughs> yeah, <it's> shit. Thick <laughs> and fucking gross. Yeah, dude. Now we're gonna trigger a lot of people by saying that, by the way, because there are people that. Love oh, you're fucking- right. You're yeah. Right. But fuck oh, those people. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to trigger him again. I hate pumpkin spice, so fuck it. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Fuck all of that noise. <laughs> P- pumpkin spice and Uggs. Uggs! <laughs> oh, <laughs> Boots with the fur. It's that time here. I do love the leggings. I will not complain about that. Oh, I like the leggings. <laughs> nice. They are nice. They are nice. Oh, my God, yeah. For the aesthetic. <laughs> but dude, there's just so much everything i love about this movie it's it's always such a it's one of the ones i have to watch several times every yeah. fucking christmas man it's so fucking good same dude everything it, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah same it's, it's this thing comes up it's unavoidable dude it's literally in fucking time it has to happen every christmas and always will and there's a handful of movies that we you know christmas story is one of them uh, sure. there's like Even movies like really that burnt out on that one man that oh boy like, i am too I-, I love it but it's like i mean christ we got we have actually have the a full live leg lamp sent to us by shiner or, or carbach who did the the yule beer or whatever you'll shoot oh, your eye right. out here so we yeah, actually yeah. had the lamp and it's fucking awesome but i've seen this movie so many fucking thousands of times dude i'm really over. that's one i'm really 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 over <laughs> there, there, well there's a lot of space in that movie where it's just narration that's just like all right dude like sure. it feels like wonder year style in so many spots and yeah, i don't I love agree. that show when i was a kid but it's just like at some point it's just like all right man i know well everything yeah no and the slapstick i think still holds up in a lot of this movie specifically mm. And I think that kind of carries a lot of the humor in this movie still is fucking funny. I still find myself laughing out loud at parts of it. I've watched it an infinite amount of times. Dude, like like the wig on the grandpa when he pulls that shit off. Like, it's so blatantly. If, if you bought this wig for yourself, man, you were either blind or like <laughs> yeah. your wife is just a total asshole. And just was not going to tell you the truth about how this like Because even when he's putting it back on, it just looks so fucking ridiculous. But like humor like that and shit, that carries over the years. Like that shit still yeah. works to this day. Yeah, somebody cheated you. Hunt that fucking man down. For Seriously. Sure. Told you yeah, that someone way. shot an animal and just fucking skinned it and put it on your <laughs> damn head. And you were happy to wear it and pay for it. <laughs> right? The wife yeah. was probably making fun of him the whole time behind his back. <laughs> yeah, you could see a damn thing. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there was, uh, there's that slap. A lot of that, like uh, Jeremy was saying earlier with the fucking uh, the tar, the pine tar that was on the fucking tree, the sap that made his right. hand sticky. You can see when he cut down the second tree and he's just vigorously watching his hands. <laughs> it's just, it's like, just so pissed know. off. Yeah. Not dude, again. that shit doesn't fucking come off either. Oh, my God. No, it doesn't. It's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, that oh shit's God. wild. It's, yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but that, again, all of those little, like, actual, you know, comedy scenes are just fucking great for me. I, I just... I always get a kick out of him. Dude, and like his whole rant at the very end of the movie where he fucking goes up, kid, they go and kidnap the goddamn boss. Fucking <laughs> bring, bring him home. But like I was reading, apparently, you know, it was always rumored that that whole um, speech he says at the end was like ad lib. Apparently, it's somewhat true. The, what the audience doesn't see is that each cast member of the film facing Chevy had a sign hanging around their necks with just random adjectives written on them. And oh so he was just kind of jumping back and forth using those and throwing them in at different times. <laughs> oh, dude. It's pretty fucking funny. That's pretty badass. I like what a piece of shit uh, Eddie's dog is. Two snots. Snots. I mean, look dude. at the bastard. Good God. Fuck. Like, literally, he's going to... Dude, Clark's literally going to have to spend his whole fucking bonus check on just fixing the house on the damage that everything got wrecked on, dude. The windows, the fucking furniture got fucking snapped. 
Snuffs when he's under the table when the turkey's being served and the whole fucking table's shaking and everyone's, <laughs> everyone's cups are fucking spilling over his shit. He's like, what the fuck was that? It's, it's like, yeah. Like, Chris, uh, uh, Clark is like buying like fucking like four packs of like old Roy and shit at fucking Walmart. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, brutal, Here's a list. <laughs> Alphabet. Yeah. So good, dude. Let's the whole dinner scene is fucking okay. great. She's like, she's like pr- praying the fucking Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> like, what the fuck, lady? And you could just see Clark's face. Just and then then he when he cuts into it, oh my god, it's fucking spot on. I love it's that. Like, shit. And he it fucking is. stands up for respect. Oh yeah, yeah, he puts his hand over his heart. <laughs> stands like, up oh at the dinner god. table. <laughs> Gotta have respect for the yeah. boys. <laughs> stand up next to you. you know. Yeah, right. Oh god. Uh, I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, and Star Spangled Banner at the end, too. <laughs> fucking Eddie is yeah. salute. The flaming fucking Santa display that's going through the sky. It's pretty great, dude. <laughs> pretty, great. pretty magical. What's he say here? I, I'm going to look up here. Um, the um, Okay. Hey, if anyone... If anyone uh, if any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me... I have one. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over here on Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought he- here right now with a big ribbon on his head. And I wanted to look him straight in the eye. I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating. Inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff leg, spotty-lipped, warm-headed, and monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I'm like clapping over here too. Like, <laughs> and the Oscar goes too. <laughs> Great scene. Very sick. Oh, it's dude. fantastic. I, th- th- that's like the fucking best part of the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. Yeah. Merry Christmas. The shit is full. <laughs> I love. Dude, apparently, I was reading. To, I, fuck, I was going to say this earlier. Randy Quaid. All those little like like clicking of the tongue and ticks and mannerisms he got was apparently based off a guy. That he knew when he grew up in Texas, like years and years and years. Makes ago. total oh, sense. Wow. That's, that's Makes exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Makes total sense. Very spot on. And what Randy Quaid eventually became to be. <laughs> Later <laughs> life. Right, no Same shit. Right, a crazy Texan. Damn it. Now he's like our uncles. <laughs> in one way or another. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to. I want to find out that scene though. Um, there's this there's that scene in um, uh, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. It's a very similar to that scene, that that rant at the end of this. It's when he loses his shit. Um, yeah, sure. when he loses his shit. Uh, let's see, hold on. Uh, I'm, look, I'm looking at this guy. Great audio here for you guys. Um, rant. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah. What does this? Yeah, you guys can continue on. I'll look for this real quick. <laughs> so I was, uh, let's talk about, okay, so let's talk about how this was financially in fucking budget of 25 million box office 73. Uh, were all of the Christmas or all of the National Lampoon's movies, and I know the, there's one that's a the fucking. The first vacation was a fucking huge hit. 
Huge yeah, hit. Especially because especially John Candy was such a huge star, and he, he refused to be billed in it. And once audiences found out that he's like in the last part of it, it even fueled that race more for people to go out and see it. Because uh, John Candy was just, right. you know, he's fucking John Candy. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. And no one, no, no one expected him to be in a movie like that at the time. You know what I mean? It's just fucking right. perfect. Because, like, Chevy Chase, I think, was kind of on, you know, shaky ground. He didn't have too many movie hits at the time. You know what I mean? Mm. He was popular yeah, on right. SNL, but everyone hated working with him. So, as we've discussed. <laughs> so, t- technically, this is, like, like, the National Lampoon is what launched his and carried him through fil- a lot of film career. The start of his uh, sure. 83, 85, 89. Well, I don't know. I mean, he's he was in stuff before. I mean, he's in fucking Blues Brothers before this. And he's got a great, he's got a lot of great lines of Blues Brothers. So. For sure. What I'm saying, he didn't have any, like, major leading roles in movies at the time. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Harry Crumb is after this, I guess? Yeah, Harry Crumb would be after this. Or around this. John Candy? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, John Candy. Okay. Sorry, I I was thinking of Chevy Chevy Chase. But John Candy was, like, hugely popular. He was, like, this huge... Like, that guy was, like, a phenom. Like, he really kind of came out of nowhere and was, like, just immensely popular as soon as he came on the scene. It was crazy. Hmm. Yeah, he, cause you can watch this. Uh, it's on YouTube. There's a um, uh, there's an interview on there with John Candy. He's just at his. It's in his house in Canada. Oh, that's awesome. He's a nice. He's a, like the nicest fucking person. That's polar awesome. opposite. What a, yeah, polar opposite of anything you'd ever know. Uh, what a great fucking human being. But uh, yeah, he just wants to hang out with his family and have a great life with his daughter. He's just a really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, what I do love about this, apparently, this movie is these are based off articles that John Hughes himself wrote in the National Lampoon's magazines back in the day. Like, there's Christmas '58, which is or vacation, or sorry, Vacation '58, which is what the first movie's based on, and this one was based off of Christmas '59, an article he wrote way back in the day. And he apparently he didn't even want to write this third movie. Oh, uh, he was like, okay. fuck. Well, well, like he just he's like, man, you know, at this point, it was, uh, as it says, he wanted a good story to use because at the po- this point, it was just a Chevy Chase vehicle, you know, and like he, he didn't have any fun with it then at that point. But then he went back and found one of his own articles that he forgot about that he wrote. Right. And that's, <laughs> right. What he based, that's what he based the movie on. Makes total sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's what we've all come to know John Hughes from the, to build experience. And that's what he puts into his scripts and his, his people, the characters and stuff in his movies. It's, I hear John Hughes and I just think 80s and 90s. That's all I can think. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, you know, Pretty in Pink and uh, stuff like that. I, 13 Candles. I think he that's why he is remembers even Spheres Bueller. All that stuff. Like he's, he's a, he really understood that sort of that sort of life. Like it's not like in that time that perfect. It's a perfect. Yeah, he defined shot. a film era. He defined a film era basically. Yeah, to say the very least. It is to say the very least, like Mike said. But like, um, he, he doesn't. I agree. Like, yeah. Because he's he, he's an older man at this point, and the 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 fact that this man can figure out how people like hmm. these younger generations could talk. Like it's very interesting. Well, like, not, I, he wasn't that old. I mean, like I'd say he's probably like ten years ahead. Well, that's that, 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 that can mean a lot. I mean, like if, if you have a, a Michael Bay movie and his script written, and no one ever feels like they're actually that kind of person. They're never that. They don't well, ever I also, age. yeah, I, I I hear you for sure. I also feel like he just used he he, he just hit a perfect niche with that, and then that kind of defined how 
the rest of America saw themselves during that decade too. You know oh, what I mean? that's that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, he changed like, who, like the zeitgeist pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's a he's a big zeitgeist at the time. Um, I found I found that 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 speech that Steve Martin gets uh, gives at the. Uh, it's not Steve Martin. It's the uh, the car rental agent, actually, who says, um, um, uh, "Welcome to Marathon. May I help you?" And Neil Page, who I believe is the Steve Martin character, he says, "Yes." And the car rental agent says, "How may I help you?" And Neil Page says, "You can start by wiping the fucking dumbass smile off your fucking rosy cheeks." <laughs> And you can give me a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick. You f- four fucking wheels in a fucking seat. This really did appease a lot of dudes at this era. A lot of dads that were just at their ropes end. It's like. <laughs> This is relatable. Oh, yeah. Over the holidays, that whole fucking thing in in and of itself can be just a taxing fucking shit show. (laughs) I got all the goddamn lights. I can do all the goddamn decorating. I got to put all the shit back the fuck up when I'm done with it. You know, it's 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 taxing, man. And for any moment of like of, of of actual gratification you're supposed to get from doing anything like that, it's fucking ruined with something else. Your sh- <laughs> yeah. shit fucking yeah. Uh, and, and your cousin all, shows up. Who the fuck opens your goddamn bonus check entire in front of your entire family? Like, yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. bra. That would be sad every time. Christmas. <laughs> 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 this supposed to be a jovial time. <laughs> what well, I love how excited he gets. He's like, and I'll fly all of you down here so we can break in the pool, kind of thing. It's just like how carried away he gets with excitement in it, and just how how much he had banking on it too. And just fuck you, your gel of the month fucking club. <laughs> oh, I, I also love when Eddie's like, hey, Clark, I can't swim. He's like, I know Eddie. <laughs> I know Eddie. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the only thing I can get, um, I can sort of relate to this is my dad not being paid. Because my dad was a blue collar dude. He was uh, a contractor. So um, these dudes who came through or uh, uh, ladies that came through to pay him to do, uh, you know, some reconstruction or some refurnishing, um, you know, they come through and uh, they're telling him he's going to, yeah, we'll pay the 300, uh, we'll pay the 3,500 or whatever. And he, and um, they wouldn't pay him on time. I saw sort of a Clark Griswold, my dad at that time. Uh, (laughs) It was, and it was brutal as fuck. And it was very sad for us all. Like, Hey, we're not going to eat tonight because we didn't get paid. And it's been like two weeks. Shit like that. But like, I I remember stuff like that. But I remember, you know, remember them going to fucking court and fighting it. Like that's the far as it went. But like, he never opened a fucking checkup in the fucking, Hey, everybody come in here, come in here by the Christmas tree. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hopefully open the check that, that covers my ass for the fucking super check I already wrote that I shouldn't have fucking written to begin with, you dipshit. <laughs> this is your own fucking fault, Clark. <laughs> yeah, it really is like American tradition that everything, including your financials, should just be this vague cloud of not knowing for anybody else but yourself. As it should be, I think. I, I think it's a good system. I, I like think- that system. I think it's also a classic, like, 50s thing, too. Like, this sort of, like, um, guess what we're eating tonight? I feel like that was, that was pushed on by employers to never discuss that so they can't 
So no one would know who's making oh, more money than the other person. True, true, and, and it, we we kind of get that at the end with uh, with with Murray and his uh, his girlfriend. Like like, how can you be such a fucking cheapskate? Like you know where that right. idea was playing around with? Like like it's just like it's it's a fucked up ideal. It's just to play around with people's emotions like that at fucking Christmas time, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah, they up. play that scene really well too. Just like. Oh yeah, I guess that's a piece of shit. And when he goes and tells his wife too, she's like, "You fucking skip Flint, <laughs> you what?" <laughs> Fair enough. Damn, even even torn down by the wife. Uh, <laughs> it, it's that, too, that, like, that's where you need the truth from, man. <laughs> yeah, or your mom or whoever. Definitely your mom, but your mom will definitely break shit down for you. But like right. I, um, um, I, 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 when I was watching this tonight, guys, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but after after watching uh, 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 the the Murray brother, I was like, oh shit, we guys gotta we get we gotta watch Scrooged. I forgot about Scrooge. Holy oh, yeah, fuck, great I've seen that in so long, dude. I feel like that's yeah, that's one of those hugely underrated ones. It is. It's very underrated. Pretty sure it was, it was kind of a bomb when it came out. It was a bomb. Yeah, uh, that's why. But so you know, it's Richard so, Donner for fuck's sakes. Yeah, yeah, Richard Donner, baby. Yeah, it, fuck, it's a, a a big fucking movie. But like, yeah, I, I just I just thought about you know Bill Murray being in Scrooge and Scrooge is a great fucking movie. It's but, an awesome movie. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait's fucking great in there. It's a great fucking mm-hmm. and uh, I love that movie. But yeah, sorry, side note there. But yeah. Damn, that's a good Christmas movie, guys. It is <laughs> good for sure. Now we're in the spirit, man. I don't know what's gonna happen next. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just discussed that Hook is this Christmas movie too tonight. I can't tell you how bad I wanted Kingpin <laughs> to be a Christmas movie because I'd fucking oh god. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that one for so long, dude. But right. it's really, we got hey, Christmas next. is all perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> It gives me the feeling of joy when I watch that movie. Very yeah. festive. Dude, and also the, the composer of this movie, it's a guy who used to do shit for David Lynch, basically. Um, what? Oh, God, hang on. Hang on, hang on. I gotta look at uh, that. Uh, Billy Monte? Hang on, hang on. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, Angelo. Oh, my God. Angelo Bellaminti? That's a lot of syllables. Yeah! Oh, my God! <laughs> so, yeah, apparently, like, he's most known for scoring the films and tele- television series of David Lynch. Oh. Yeah, he just knocked it out of the park with this. Like he's probably like, "Oh my god, this really is a holiday." <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh my god! From fucking the, the sad dystopian, you know, oh. things of David Lynch that that I love. <laughs> oh yeah, right. me too. Obviously, yeah. He did. He did, He fucking did the music for uh, Twin Peaks and fucking uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, uh, Pretty sure Wild at Heart. Yeah, Wallet Hart, he did, uh, oh. uh, he did, um, he did, uh, fucking Lost Highway, dude. He worked on Lost Highway. Oh, dude, Lost that movie Highway? is so fucking great. Oh, oh I love Lost Highway. Henry Rollins is great in that movie. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> oh, uh, shit. I forgot he was in that. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, uh, it's been it's a also, long, it's been a It's minute. also, um, it's also Richard, um, who's the comedian? Uh, the, uh, the black man from, uh, uh Superman 3, um, uh, Richard Pryor. Richard, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor's last role is fucking Mulholland Drive. So, no, not, shit, Mulholland, not, not Mulholland Drive, uh, um, uh, Lost Highway. That's his last role. Huh, I didn't know that. He's a, mechan- he's a mechanic in there. So, yeah. I love I love that fucking guy. Uh, I, I didn't know. I should have looked the credits harder. Jesus Christ. No, it's all good. <laughs> I, I, didn't, just kinda, I was kind of just scrolling through the trivia. I was like, oh, fuck I me. I, uh, as soon as I man, saw that's... the name. Because, yeah, I never went to the 
cast because I never would have um, in a million years fucking never guessed. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what the producers wanted. They wanted someone who didn't was not normally known for kind of any holiday movies or anything like that. Yeah, there's no static the antithesis of fucking... John Williams two years later. <laughs> right. There's no static like fuck uh, aesthetic and cans crinkling and fucking foreboding sounds that would corrupt your fucking depression like Angelo Bellamenti. <laughs> like, it is so like lighthearted this whole fucking thing. It's great, Mike. Come in with a fucking nipple, brother. Wow. Awesome. Man, I, that's, yeah. that's, that's, like I said, all, all this useless information uh, that just stays in my brain. Oh, <laughs> so and and I, can only, I can only thank fucking IMDb for it and Wikipedia. <laughs> Man, fucking oh, solid. Oh, my God. Wow. Incredible. Jesus Christ. I, I was actually listening to, uh, um, uh, this is a, just a side note, like, as we usually do in the podcast, but I, 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 told, I was telling Mike about this last night, Tron. I, I watched the uh, Candyman uh, remake. And um, there are there are themes in there. There are there are two themes. There is one theme that is exactly Edward Scissorhands, and there is an exact theme from from Saw. <laughs> They're the exact same theme. Uh, is the theme that there's an autistic person that has a sharp thing for a hand that ends up cutting hair? <laughs> well, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm talking music. I'm talking about score, sometimes. Score oh, oh, okay. yeah, it's composed okay. wise. Composure wise, there's there's a uh, yeah there's a saw and there's it's a, a hands. The, uh, yeah yeah, yeah um, there's there's some claw shit in there but yeah yeah I mean yeah. I, I told Mike last night it's cinematography is on fucking point music is great movie's not that great but um we'll, we'll we have to follow up at some point so we'll have to we talk. do we already did the trilogy man we got to fucking go through with it oh wow here's another little fucking sorry what? guys I've been reading trivia oh, um. Apparently, you know, when the police storm into the house at the end, you know, here comes Santa Claus, played right, by Gene right. Autry, is used for the music. Randy right. Quaid is the third cousin of Gene Autry. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm assuming Dennis is the same. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, my God. Oh. God bless IMDb. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, right? No, yeah, I'm just, I'm just been over here chilling, scrolling, having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> they see you scrolling, they hating, dude. Beverly D'Angelo <laughs> improvised grabbing Chevy Chase's crotch when the SWAT team shows up in the house. <laughs> she, she, later, she, later, she later said she only did it in one take on the off chance that it would make it in the film, and it fucking did. <laughs> oh, that's great. Good on Chevy Chase on not reacting either and just keeping straight, man, like fucking during that scene. That's great. I mean, I'd, I'd be like, oh, smile. Not acting. I <laughs> think Chevy Chase, said, like, like uh, the, the cops, like, you can't move. Don't move. He's like, can I, can we blink? Like, <laughs> 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 and I, I think Joanna was like, I remember uh, we were watching this time. She was like, the, Billy the Angel just grabbed his fucking dick. I was like, I don't know. They cut back that scene. He she re-grabs his dick again. I was like, well, you're right. Sometimes you just go to a comfort space, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great too, because when Ellen is there too, uh when when fucking the uh wife of the boss shows up, that yeah, same yeah, hand is yeah. shaking hands and she's like, she's just like freeze frame. And she's just leaning the hand over for the handshakes. Fucking great, dude. <laughs> the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the fucking nut house. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great line. It's a great line, dude. Yeah. Great movie. Great Christmas movie. Uh it's it's fantastic. Um it's just you know, it's just one of those ones that we all come back to, man. It's a lot of fun. It's mm -hmm. um 
It's interesting. It's also PG-13 in 1989, which it means it's very risque back in yeah. the day. Uh, yeah, because that was like uh, a new rating then, too. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, but um, what a fucking fun movie. I mean, we, we, we didn't get into really too much about, like, Clark singing Christmas carols with his wife in the car and, like, being upset about a fucking dude who passes on the fucking feeder. You know, it's like, it's amazing. Like, it, all that stuff's amazing. And then the whole, like, getting to the tree and Juliet Lewis being frozen fucking from the fucking torso down and her eyelids are so frozen, like, different the angels, like, Prize are frozen, Clark, but she can see it later. <laughs> She'll like be that. Fine. Awesome. It'll be yeah. fine. And then them just like somehow pulling up the roots of this fucking tree. And we're all like, how did the fuck they who pulled the fucking roots up from the tree? Who gives a fuck? Dude, it's so, awesome. so much effort. But yeah, it's yeah. just a hilarious scene it's to see. A great <laughs> scene. It's a great scene. And Clark it, 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 again, the Griswold family is this Chris it's I think Mike mentioned it sort of before, like we all kind of know that vacation exists, but we all think about this movie, the, the, the Griswolds in this movie. And, um, it's just, it kind of transcends the other ones in my opinion. It does. Even though the first one is still my favorite by far, but this, there's just something about this one. I mean, it's, it's a holiday thing. You don't get too many, in my opinion, Christmas movies that I really fucking love and really like rewatching and right, that yeah. aren't the hallmark shit that my parents uh, used to watch back in the day. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. something that's fun for everybody. Right, right, right. Yeah. It was a fun garbage, but this is fun, true fun. Like like heartwarming sure. and it's it, right it, in the middle. It's funny. in the middle of like the people who like the Hallmark shit enjoy it and still it's still entertaining to rewatch. Like it's one of those very rare Christmas movies that can still pull that off. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, 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 man, yeah, man. It's a it's a great thing to to check out, and it's readily available. You can read it if you it's get a Voodoo account. Voodoo account is fucking free. Get a Voodoo account and run it. If you and, and um if you if you don't want to get Voodoo and you can pay for fucking HBO Max, go fucking watch it for free on HBO Max. Hey, HBO Max is oh. definitely worth it. I I can't stress that enough to anyone out there uh, listening. It's fucking great. Completely <laughs> agreed. I'm so happy I got it. There's so much fucking great material. I went back and rewatched so much shit, dude. Dude, and they they pulled off the Matrix Four for a minute, and then they put that back they put on back. back to HBO wow. Max. Yeah, hey, so that's gonna back. be yeah. uh, December twenty second. I think. Second. And it's thank God because I am very fucking very trepidatious with this new Matrix I movie coming up. <laughs> I didn't. I I was not the biggest fan. I, I like two. I'm not the biggest fan of three at all. And so I'm just kind of I'm like, well, fuck it, let's go along for this ride. You know, like I don't want to fucking yeah. spend money to go see in a theater if it's not worth it. Man, I'm telling you, the trailers are sucking me in, but yeah, you're yeah, right. Trailers, I know, I'm right there with you. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah, I'm completely intrigued, yeah. 1,000%, but I'm also just a realist. <laughs> dip, well, it my, dip it my toe in the sand. That's where I'm at right now. Exactly. Yeah. But, like, you know, since, um, you know, we'll talk about this off, offline, but um, since, you know, that shit's coming up, and we don't have to do it this month, but we should probably do all well. Matrix things. I know it's, it hurts to say that, but like, yeah. there's a lot of movies to watch. They're um, and they're long. <laughs> Two and three are very long, yeah, but very long. Uh, but um, you know, it would be interesting to talk about because I, I'm I'm very trepidatious, like Mike, and excited to uh, for Matrix Four or mm-hmm. it. But I don't know. I, I don't want to go to the theater to see it. If I had the option to actually see Ghostbusters oh. aftermath, or aftermath. <laughs> 
after lights in the, in, at home. I would have, but I, I, we paid tickets, and I wasn't that upset about it after leaving that leaving the theater. But I would much rather fantastic. Do. I've heard nothing but good things about that movie. Ex- that's, one the, that's one of the reasons I applaud HBO Max is that they they they're going back to their roots of actually providing like home box office. Is really yeah, the, the, the living up to their name, <laughs> right? Fine, yeah. <laughs> After so long of not doing so, like they they went okay. If we're gonna do this premium service, let's get fucking. They also, real. They, they, but they did do a great job in terms of prime television. I feel like they definitely it, pioneered it, that kind yeah, of. They, they pioneered. Yeah, they pioneered it big time. Yeah. yeah. And Stars does a lot of good shows too. I'm just not the biggest fan of them, but they are wildly popular. <laughs> I mean, they started the fucking Ash vs Evil Dead, so I, I, I which is fantastic. Things. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a great show. So. Um, except that last episode, yikes! But uh, we'll get to that much. But um, anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it was interesting. This is a, a really great sort of movie to get around. Like I, honestly, I, I I can see myself watching this on Christmas Day, no problem. Like, yeah, I'm watching it for this for show, sure. but I could I could pop this thing on Christmas Day and like it'd be I'd, I'd laugh just as hard, have just as much fucking fun. And I guarantee would, I am going to. Yes, yes. <laughs> Along yes. with the whole laundry list that we're probably all, all going to talk about. <laughs> oh, all, yeah, oh, yeah. All, all, all the classic stuff, man. It's all the classic stuff. It's, just, it's a movie that can. It, it's just universal, and it's all. It'll always be there. And uh, I'm so thankful it exists, and I'm so thankful to be with you guys to talk about this thing. Because I never thought I'd ever talk about Christmas vacation with anybody on a recorded podcast <laughs> and put it out there one day. And I, I, I just, I, and I like doing like the festival kind of like you know whatever whatever's going on. I like doing movies themed. Yeah, way. seasonal. More fun. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Festivus. Absolutely. Festivus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Right, well, you guys, um, you guys have a happy holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah. Uh, you guys take take care of each other out there. Don't be a piece of shit. And um, have you guys anything else to say before we off here? No, man, just moving. basically everything you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> don't be, nailed don't it. Don't be a dick. And happy holidays to everyone all across the board. Yeah. It's all with your family. You're a pain in the ass, but uh, it's fun. That's all you got. That's all you got. That's all you got. And you can you can have him like the fucking Griswolds and have SWAT break breaking in the door. It can always be worse. Yeah, dude. Let this movie be a reminder of what it could be. <laughs> what it could be, yeah, man. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's a it's a it, yeah, wow. Yeah. Um. So uh, take care of your cats out there. Take care of your tree. Uh, big, don't get a, a fucking little tree. Bad idea. Bad move. Um. And um. If your uncle, if your stepbrother comes over. Maybe not let him release fucking the shitter and the fucking sewage right next to your house. Bad move. Uh, but um, we'll talk to you guys next time. We're gonna, we're gonna have a we're gonna have another fucking great holiday holidays fucking special for you next episode. So uh, you guys take it easy again. Uh, don't let the shitter be too full. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time again. And uh, bye. is a thing to say. On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Melikilikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. 
Melikalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is Hawaii's way.